Hi everybody, you're listening to the Rogue Podcast with Just Fox this time. Thanks for supporting the show. This is a show with adult content, so if you're not of legal age where you live, then turn off now. This podcast is about rope bondage. Rope bondage is edge play with inherent risk, and we strongly recommend you get proper training and le- listen to episode zero before attempting it. You can find that at the top of our FetLife page, Rope Podcast. I'm a rigger. I've been practicing rope with my partner Maya for a couple of years now. And we're always excited to share our passion for rope with you from our home in Thailand. Today Maya is away to work in another country. So by popular demand, we are going to do another one of our erotica episodes. And I'm going to read to you, dear listeners, a rope story I wrote very recently that is titled Slave Rouge's First Flight. I placed Slave Rouge's hands on the upper bar of the suspension frame. The metal contraption was painted bright red, the same color as the collar around the slave's neck. I could feel her nervousness. She was pretty much vibrating with it. She had never been fully suspended before. She knew there would be pain, but she was unsure how much of it. She probably wondered if she'd be able to endure it. At the same time, I could smell her. She smelled really nice, clean and warm and inviting. The kind of smell that, combined with how running my hands on her pale soft skin felt, really woke up the prime on me and made it come out to play. I contemplated the beautiful woman that stood before me. An inch taller than me, there was a lot of her, and I liked that. Her weight was similar to mine. I knew that someday, somewhere, she would run into an idiot that would tell her that a woman like her could not be suspended, that only tiny bunnies could fly. I wanted to make sure that, after the experience she would get today, she would know for the rest of her life that this was lies, that she could confidently know that. Rouge was very receptive to rope. As soon as the first contact between the hemp and her skin occurred, she started to melt. Her long, beautiful red hair cascaded over her shoulders. I asked Maya over so she could hold it up for me. Of course, I could just as well have used a hairband. But where would the fun have been in that? I began to form the chest harness that would provide the bulk of the support for the suspension around the slave's torso. As I added more wraps, it constricted her more, designed as it was to hold her up in the air but she was surprised to find she could still breathe comfortably despite that. As the upper wraps completed the frame around her breasts, she let out a sigh. Maya ran a finger between the slave's legs, and for sure it came up wet. 
having Maya stand behind Rouge and hold her up, I could for once enjoy the luxury of coming around to the front of my bottom to tie the front part of the harness. As I tied that very familiar pattern, I leaned in to kiss Rouge. Kissing her was always highly pleasant, with her soft lips and gentle tongue. I noted the staccato of her breathing. This one was a natural for rope, no doubt about it. At least, for the kind of rope that I enjoy. I slid around to be behind her again, brushing against Rouge's skin with my whole body as I did, and slightly displacing Maya to the side. I began to tie the last part of the chest harness, and decided to be generous to the slave. She had been in non-stop service to us for nearly 24 hours, and her body had been through some tiring things. Rather than tying a classic stem that would dig into her skin in the suspension, I gave her the mercy of a flat weave at the back that would support her in a way less painful way. She'd earned it. The harness thus completed, I grabbed the top of a slave's head and pushed her down and inside the suspension frame. This gesture was first born of safety, as I didn't want her to bump her forehead against a heavy steel structure. But there was also a symbolism in it that didn't escape me feeling protective of her while at the same time pushing her towards something risky and dangerous, guiding her deeper into things with a push of my arm. Once she stood in the center of the suspension frame, I spun her around to face me and started the process of anchoring her. The first upline was attached to the front of her chest harness just between the perky breasts. From there, it shot up to a vertical bar above. I instructed the slave to bend her knees and lean back, putting some of her weight into the harness. Woosh thus felt her harness come alive for the first time as loading tensions ran through the rope all around her ribcage, and she discovered the sensations that from then on would do nothing but become more intense. The upline now taut, I locked it in a robust fashion, very mindful that this particular set of hitches on the main line was what made the difference between my slave flying and her crashing to the mat below. As I focused on this task, Maya, who was watching from the corner, couldn't resist the temptation to crack a joke at how I was creating such pretty uplines nowadays. Fair, I saw what she meant, although still touchy about my robe being called pretty. I turned back to look at Slave Rouge and saw a lot of anticipation in her eyes. Things were becoming pretty real pretty fast for her. I liked that look on her a lot. Grabbing one more coil of six mil, I went down to entrap her left leg into a single column tie just above the knee. In turn, I brought the line stemming from the loop to that same bar overhead her chest was attached to. 
With the pulley system formed, I leaned back with the rope to leverage her leg higher and higher, until her knee was almost six feet over the mat. The slave's brow furrowed as she came to terms with the new experience imposed upon her. Maya watched with interest from her corner, and although she was behind me, I could feel her benevolent smile. She circled the suspension frame and went to crouch close to our slave's ear and whispered encouragement and advice. Meanwhile, I had already prepared another single column around Bruges' waist and running up the frame, but I had not tensioned it yet. This one would have its role to play later. But my experience was that when it would be needed, it would be needed fast. Might as well have it all laid out in advance. I then ensnared Rue's other shapely long leg, hoisted it up just the same as the first one, and just like that, it was done. There was no part of her body that touched the floor anymore. She had taken off for her first flight in rope. Seeing her gasp at the intense torment of having her whole body supported by only her chest and her two thighs, I acted quickly and also pulled up the waistline that I had laid previously. All could hear the big sigh of relief she gave at that, as her spine was straightened by my pull and the pain level became a lot more manageable. So far her hands had been grabbing onto the crossbars of the suspension frame firmly, hanging on for dear life, probably so tight her fingers would have turned white around the cold red metal. But in that moment, feeling her master's rope hold her securely, and hearing her mistress's calming words, she decided to let go. Her fingers disengaged from the bars, and her arms slowly lowered towards the ground they were much too high to touch. Likewise, her neck relaxed and her head bent backwards, sending her long, beautiful red hair in a torrent of fire that barely cleared the mat below. She submitted to the rope. And that's it for today, dear listeners. I hope you have enjoyed sharing this moment of rope with me. If you like our rope podcast, don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from, iTunes, Stitcher, and so on. And also, please come friend us on our FetLife page, Rope Podcast. You can also find us easily at ropepodcast.com. We'll have questions from listeners, so if you'd like to be on the air, then send us your question and we'll try to address it in an upcoming episode. Finally, this show is made possible by you, dear listeners, and if you would like to give us some additional support, please visit our Patreon page and consider becoming a regular financial supporter of the show. With that said, thanks for listening and have fun tying.